A lot of things happening in the world right Maybe now. Maybe it was like, I don't know, the dampener or something. Could have been the dampener. Got a ton of stuff happening, but there's only three things I want to talk about. There's two things we have to talk about. There's only three things I want to talk about. Black elves, black dwarves, and black hobbits. That's what I want to talk about. It's been a while since I've been this excited to be mad about something. You're mad? Oh, I'm furious. You're furious about the black hobbits? About this woke nonsense? So I'm, I'm just chilling in my living room when all of a sudden there's a black hobbit on TV. Bam! Just hit me with it. And I was like, what the fuck Were you like, is happening? Did you like, like drop the remote or something? Like spill your drink? <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I, I was reeling. Like, what is this universe where there's black hobbits now? The and game gun changed. Why was there no conversation before they sprung this on us? Okay. So as far as I know, people are just mad about a black hobbit. We haven't seen any black elves as far as I know. They're black elves? There's black elves? There's black everything now. In Lord of the Rings? Except for people. <laughs> Weirdly. They're, they haven't they don't have any black so there's humans. There's a black yet, elf on the show but not a black person? Right. They're, I mean, are elves people? They're not humans. They're not humans. There's no black humans that I know of, but there's a black elf, yeah. Now that's weird. How many humans are on the show? Are wizards humans? They are. I'm not sure. I'm well, a little confused on that, but... Gandalf's not a human? I'm not sure if wizards are humans or not. I don't know. Motherfucker came in like an asteroid, so... So, like, how would we have wizards? Who do the wizards fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Whoever you know what You know what I'm saying? Like... <laughs> How did the wizards breed? If, if You're a wizard. You're fucking whoever you want. I just assumed there were hobbit wizards. Right? Yeah, I, I don't I didn't know. Think, I didn't think, in the movies, I didn't think wizardry was something that only humanoids did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I don't think it's like a Harry Potter. Well, Harry Potter is like natural ability too. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think like magic is something that anyone could do. Like you work hard. Well, it's I would like assume, you practice it and then you can like do it. I would but assume in sometimes a, it's just like you're born into it. I would assume in a world where magic is possible. In a world where magic is possible. We would have. We would have. <laughs> we would have magical abilities in all, you know, creatures that were smart enough to practice it. <laughs> yeah. It seems like elves already have magic kind of built into them, right? But in a lot of, uh, you know, universe, universes, I almost said universes, but um, universe I. Was Liv Tyler an universes, elf? Hmm? Was Liv Tyler an elf? I don't know who that is. In the movies. Oh. Yeah, she's, a, she's an elf, right? <laughs> she seems kind of so. elfin. I think she's an elf. Okay. And the archer guy is an elf. I don't know, man. I'm not really that into but, it. But let me let me just put it to you this way, okay? To me, the idea of a black hobbit makes perfect sense. Really? You know, what is the story of the Lord of the Rings, right? It's like one very specific hobbit who did some good things in his in his past. And then like mm-hmm. his nephew 
Bilbo and Frodo, right? Yeah. It's his nephew, right? It's his nephew. They're both in the Baggins family. They're both Bagginses. Mm-hmm. And they live in like a neighborhood, right? Like a, they live in a community. Yeah, right? in the Shire. Mm-hmm. They're in the Shire, right? Yeah, they're eating seed cake. They're drinking ales. They're and living their lives. there's a bunch lives. of white hobbits there, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like Ireland. Yes. It's in very fact, Irish. In this version, they give them Irish accents, which is an interesting choice. Well, we all know that Ireland has a lot of white people. So it, it, makes, mm-hmm. it made sense to me in that context. But I assumed that hobbits were all over the world. So you thought there was like a hobbit Africa with all the black hobbits and like a Chinese, like the Chinese hobbits in China? Well, I don't know. <laughs> so like human race, right? Like our racial appearances, right? I have a handle on why we evolved to have white skin. Right. And it's mostly because of frostbite. I thought it was mostly because of like vitamin D. I thought you need to get more vitamin D or something. There's that too. Like you absorb more vitamin D. But frostbite is really the big one. Okay. Like, because that's life and death. You can see why. Black people get frostbite easier. What? Black people get frostbite easier? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. So I sort of get that. I don't know why, like, the skin tones of Asia happened. I don't know. That seemed more like a fluke to me. Mm-hmm. But I assume in a world where humans have evolved all these races, the hobbits would too, <laughs> right? You're cracking me up when you say in a world. <laughs> in a world. So where in a humans world where evolved all these races. But you see what I mean? No, it's not going to happen that way. That's exactly why it's so unscientific. Now, now are they in the Loader universe? Are they regionally segregated? Like the hobbits don't leave the Shire? Um, they they aren't just in the Shire, but I think they're primarily in the Shire. And there's like one other place. Like I don't think Bilbo is actually from the Shire. I think so he like moved there. If I knew that, I would be more inclined to think. They could all be one color. That they're all that they're localized, right? Now, well, it doesn't make sense the, the either elves, way. I don't know about elves because in the movies it seemed like they were all pale, and it seemed like a lot of platinum blonde hair, right? Uh-huh. They're like Targar Targaryens, right? Yeah, like they have that Targaryen look. That seemed to me to be, you know, there's a black Targaryen. On the new show. There is now. Well, he's a black Valarian. Oh, well, that's that makes sense. I mean, kind of. <laughs> like he's from like another one of the islands. Actually, you know. Are they all black on the like, island? What's that? Are they yeah, all- I guess they're all black. The, the Valarians are all black, I guess. So it's like a different, it's like a group of islands, and mm. one of them is like the Targaryens, and then another one is the Valerians, and they go way back, but apparently this is the first time they've intermarried. I think it would be cool, because Game of Thrones has fewer rules than other shows, for some reason. Like on Game of Thrones, you can have like an old man who has sex with like his 15-year-old daughter, and that's just the plot. <laughs> you just have to accept it. Right, that's what we're doing on this fucking show, you know? 
Yeah. But like you can't do that on <laughs> I think it would you be You can't do that on Friends, you know. Right. I would I would think it'd be funny if like Game of Thrones was like we're can't gonna do that fuck on around Frasier. with race. Like we're gonna like have like racist <laughs> like do racism on our show, right? And Game of Thrones? Cause there's 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 plot lines on Game of Thrones that are like crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean they totally could have, but I I don't know, like I'm a little I'm a little more lenient when it's like you know, for like, like, like for me, the hardest one is, is the little princess because there's like a, there's like a hypothetical, the little, the little princess, Ariel, you know, like she's black now. It's the little mermaid. The little fucking princess. Yeah. The little mermaid, the little, (laughs) the little mermaid is the hardest one for me because there's, there's like a hypothetical black girl in my head who's like, can I be a princess too? You know, and I'm like, oh fuck. Okay, like you know, this important. Like well, little black also, girls need to know okay, they can be like, fucking like, princess mermaids. Like the idea, like again, the idea of like mermaid race is so dumb. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's getting to like. There's no mermaid. Like Hans Christian Andersen wrote the story, but mermaids are mm-hmm. like a part of culture. Right. Mm-hmm. There's no mermaid text that we're deviating from. Right. Sure. It's something sailors like imagined once upon a time. Yeah. Just horny sailors who probably maybe would have welcomed a black mermaid. <laughs> and it's also not like black mermaids exist. Like mermaids exist. Like mermaids yeah. don't exist. They're a fictional, you know, creation of the mind of delusional sailors. Right. Right. And I also think, here's the point I want to make. I find it a little rich when people don't understand why American films and TV shows are so constantly using race. It's because the, they are American movies and TV shows, and that's what our art is largely about. Like, you watch a Japanese... You watch a Japanese movie, what's it about, right? It's like, it's about, uh, it's about... Mm, nuclear accidents. It's about, right, so World War II. Mm-hmm. Masculinity. Like, their movies yeah. are always about masculinity and what it means to be a Societal man. Societal obligations. Honor. Horny, like, schoolgirls. <laughs> <laughs> right? But, like, they're serious. Work. They're TV shows and they're movies... They're very much about that and like certain kinds of Japanese spirituality. American movies and TV shows are about sexual repression, the repressing of your own sexuality, slavery and the consequences of race, right? Mm -hmm. And white guilt, right? Those are like the things our movies are about. We make so many works of art about it. Like every Western, it's just dripping with that, right? Every good one. Okay, but this isn't this stuff isn't coming up like organically in the plot. You know, they're not like, oh, we wanted we wanted to explore themes of race, you know. They're just like there's someone fucking on this on the fucking production who's like, I just think it's so important that we have black hobbits. (laughs) You know, like representation. But no, no, it's, it's, it's it's no Hollywood libs, right? 
they're human beings and they have their own thoughts and feelings, right? Like you saw, remember when, remember in 2020 when like a lot of white lib ladies got kind of kooky? <laughs> Boy, do I. You saw like uh, white celebrities like Chelsea Handler, like uh, sharing Farrakhan videos. Oh, wow. I think, I think her Instagram was like, I don't know who this man is, but. but you saw shit like that and it's that's natural man and like i knew that when george floyd happened we would see years and years of exploration this way and i don't want to say it's the first thing i thought about uh or even that i thought about it but if you asked me about the new Lord of the Rings show, I would definitely say we're getting the Black Hobbit. Because mm. that's the cultural attitude, that's the cultural moment we're in. And man, it doesn't matter. Like, Fuck, it doesn't matter. We're going to lose the midterms over this shit. <laughs> the Black Hobbit? Yeah, boy. We're like <laughs> one more Black Disney princess away from authoritarian takeover. <laughs> I know that uh, people pointed out you know, seals are dark. Like a mermaid would, there's no reason I think a mermaid would be, <laughs> right? Like undersea creatures aren't usually white. Yeah, I know. But it's like, like I get you want to have a black Disney princess. Fine. I don't even think people would be mad about that. But like it has to be a reboot because the only thing Hollywood hates more than racism is writing new material. That's the main thing, right? Yeah. Everything just has to be some, like, rehashed bullshit. Well, and the, the other thing about these Disney movies, these live-action remakes of beloved animated films, mm-hmm. they're always, like, by the fucking book, dude. So, like, you're just seeing the movie again. Mm. Right? Like, the, the Little Mermaid, you can do whatever you want with that story. Yeah. I guess she is a princess, right? Yeah, she's an under-the-sea princess, but then she becomes an out-of-the-sea out of princess. There's like a kingdom there, right? Her her dad is like fish king guy, right? Neptune? Is her dad Neptune? That sounds right. But then she falls in love with a, like, prince, mm-hmm. a walking-around prince. Uh-huh. And then, like, she has to, like, seduce him without saying anything. Sebastian the Crab. He's yeah. Jamaican. That's right. Yeah, there you go. He was Jamaican in the original, wasn't he? (laughs) Oh, so in this one he should be Swedish? Maybe. Mix it up a little. What what I want to know is, like, why is everyone talking about No one talks about the beaches of Sweden, but they have a lot. Yeah. Why is everyone talking about black hobbits and no one's talking about the fact that the orcs are Italian? Are they? Eh, I don't know. I was thinking lately. Oh, the other thing we that was, to talk, a, that was an Italian joke. We gotta talk about the chairs. We gotta talk about the chairs. Okay, you know I feel like I got out everything that I wanted to say. Oh, um, one other thing: Black Hobbits. What's next? Black Muppets. We didn't yeah. land on Fraggle Rock. Fraggle Rock landed on us. Okay, the chairs. <laughs> Mm. That's really good, dude. Oh, thanks. (laughs) 
only problem with it, and you know, not to not to grind your gears because it's funnier uh-huh. than anything I've said this year, right? What you just wow. said. I feel like there are black Muppets. Okay. There's I just did a be. cursory Google search. But there's got to be, be some, some black Muppets, right? You think there's some black Muppets? Well, most of them are not like anthropomorphic. Like you have the old guys who are white. So, yeah, those are Muppet characters for sure. Yeah, the old grouchy guys. Wait a minute. Are the old grouchy guys Muppets? Or are they so, yeah. Muppet representations Whoa. of humans? Whoa. I don't know. I mean, Bert and Ernie are not humans. No. Yeah, they do human things. They live like people. There's right. another category of Muppet called a monster. Monsters like include monster. Cookie Monster, Grover, Elmo. I'm kind of tapped out. But you know what I hmm. mean. They're like that kind of rug fuzzy and one color. And they don't – Grover doesn't have like a job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Elmo lives on Sesame Street though, right? Bert and Ernie live in like an apartment building for some reason. <laughs> You know who also lives in an apartment building? Kermit. He also like just has an apartment, right? Uh-huh. So they're like closer to being human. Yeah, right? Yeah. Bert and Ernie, I mean, they I don't like I assume that they just do everything normally. Yeah, they could pass, right? <laughs> right. Their lifestyles are probably closer to ours than Statler and Waldorf, right? Yeah, sure. But Statler and Waldorf seem to be people who are entirely human, just in a puppet form. Right. That's just the worlds that they inhabit. I just, I just, there's, there's gotta be, in my head, there is a brown, a brown Muppet who lives like Bert and Ernie. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if he's a Muppet, see, I would say that Muppets, even by your own criteria, do not have race, not really being human. Which is actually how people probably perceived hobbits. It's not like we thought like they were white hobbits, right? Like we didn't think of them as like hobbits of this particular race until the introduction of a black hobbit, which you know makes us reconsider the nature of nature of uh, hobbitdom. Well, yeah. Hey, Druni. So wait, who's the centrist madness guy? Like, who's that? Is that you? <laughs> <laughs> That's me. I'm Matt. Hi, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. We, we've noticed you bursting on the scene, and then you said you wanted to be on a podcast, so here we go. Yeah, man, I just, like, have things to say sometimes, unfortunately for the world. Well, I mean, you sent us a, you sent us a lesson plan. <laughs> it's a great agenda. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, you don't have to go... to do that. We don't have to go buy it. It's just something I was thinking about, like, a lot lately, because, like, I think a lot, so, like... Um, well, we got to touch on it a little bit. Yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, sure. So, oh, didn't you say something like sports and men and women? Okay, so like... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you have the list? <laughs> of course I do. Let me just pull it up because like I've got my little Google Doc up. Yeah, something you should probably know about me is that like I'm a tad um, overachievery. Nice. Yeah, I was one of those freaks in school that like took like 15 AP classes and stuff. So like I went to Cornell... I do all that stuff. I enjoy stuff. Like, I enjoyed being a total nerd. But anyway, but um, the point is, like, I um, 
You know, like, you know, Dobbs got, you know, like, Roe got overturned on June 24th, right? Like, obviously. So, you know, Dave Portney, the barstool guy, um, he came out being mm-hmm. like, this is bad. And I was like, okay, that's great. And then I, like, started thinking about, like, I saw somebody, like, I forgot who it was. Somebody posted about, like, the feminist bro coalition that got Bill Clinton and Barack Obama elected that kind of got decimated after 2012. And left Hillary Clinton for hanging and then did not really come back for Joe Biden. And like, I just kind of got to thinking, it's like, okay, so we've got to ally with the, with the bros, just like fine. But, um, do I want to ally with the Dave Courtney's of this world? Like it's very clear. They do not care about like women as people. Like I've heard a lot of mm. like, I've heard some very interesting rumors about Dave Courtney that make me think that he does not have the best interests of women at heart. Well, mm. yeah, he's a bad person. Right. Yeah. I thank you. I didn't want to like say that, but I'm just like, okay, so I just want to say not all bros though. We do have a bro problem on the left, right? Yeah, and like we do not bro out properly. The thing is like that's what I'm mm. saying. Like that's kind of what I was saying about the sports thing. Like why are the de- why is the Democratic Party staffed by people that like would be out of place at a sports bar when like I'm not like a big sports girl. Like I'm very much like I'll turn on the football or ba- I'll turn on the football or basketball game when I'm like working or like I'll go to like a sports bar with my friends. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Um, but and I got really into the NCAA, like Mac March Madness. Cause like, I'm very good at betting about things. It's weird. But, um, but that's like a math thing. That's not like, that's not cause I care about the sports. Cause I like, I like math a lot. I feel like the democratic party is staffed by people that think anybody that likes sports is stupid. And I'm like, guys, that's like 90% of America. You know, lately the uh, like a certain branch of the far right is turning against sports, mm. right? Really? I'm trying to think of who are who these guys. I think Cernovich is like radically anti-sports now. Yeah. Um, does he call it sports ball? He does call it sports ball. Yeah. Um, I call it I call it sports oh, wow. ball ironically. Like I know it's not actually sports ball. Like I don't know. Like. Um, I don't know. Like, I didn't like, I'm not like somebody that like enjoys sports. <laughs> that's the thing. It's just like, and it's weird because like, I know more about sports than like the average person that works in dem politics, which is sad. We need bros to be Democrats. Thank you. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Um, and the thing is, we're awesomer. Like Republicans are trying to like get in your life and like snoop in your business. And with the Portnoy thing, I do think that, that was a promising sign that maybe bros are going to be like, oh, politics changes our lives. They've never really realized that. Yeah. They, the politics of a right-wing bro are mostly about optics and stuff. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. Like, well, something that really, like, kind of just, like, struck me about the Portney thing is, like, okay. I wrote this, like, I was just thinking about this. Like, there's, like, that whole stereotype that Republicans are, like, masculine and manly, and then Democrats are, like, girly and feminine and, like, ew, Pajama gross. Yeah, feet. Yeah. Pajama drinking. boy. Yeah, and it's just really weird to me because, Soy like, faced. Um, I feel like it's just something interesting to me. Like, it's just, like, a lot of the Republicans are just, like, people I want to stuff in a locker. Sorry to be really mean about it. Ben Shapiro. Josh Hawley. Well. Yeah. So, like, a, a dim man... He's got like a nice, actually, like a decent beard. Yeah. And he's very thin and probably vegan. Aesthetically, he's not bad. It's just we're all that 
right? Like every every young guy who works for a campaign is that, right? It's not exactly soy boy. It's like our previous guest, David Shore, right? There's a lot of those oh, guys. Oh, I love David. He's really nice. <laughs> but there's lots of those kind of guys in our coalition. There's no like bros. Okay, like, yeah, but, exactly. But the Republican coalition, like people who actually work for campaigns and stuff, they're just like freaks. Like they're the most bizarre looking people. They're like wet all the time. Yeah. The women, the women like were attractive at one point have become like clowns, right? They're like, <laughs> they're clownish looking like Christina Pusha. The best right? is yet so to come. Those are their kind of people, right? So like, she's like, she's like 31 or something crazy. But like that, um, you know, there's that vibe to them, which is also bad, but the bros are like apathetic, right? So the- Okay, so like, they need to date, they need to hire guys that I would date. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. Like, okay. So like, I've had like two bits. How does, how does that help them win though? <laughs> um, I'm just telling you, like, I, okay, I, this makes sense in my head. Like I dated two guys for a really long time. One for three years, one for four years. First one's a Romney Clinton Biden voter who will never admit to voting for Hillary Clinton. Uh, the second one is like, um, a Naval officer from South Florida who voted for Clinton Biden, South Florida, the one white guy from South Florida who voted for Clinton and Biden, basically. Um, I don't think he would tell his friends he voted for them either. I don't think that's like a, I'm not saying this in a moralizing way, but it's not really that great that the guys who are like traditionally masculine and like say things like Drew Tom Brady's the goat. I'm like, and I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. It's just like kind of weird that like we're off putting to them when in reality, the party is like, okay, the party probably like benefits them on like superficial levels. Like, I mean, yeah. Because people don't realize people don't, people prefer to live in a reality where they're grill pilled and they think that politics will never affect them. And that's where mm. bros live, right? They, I, mean, I think it doesn't bro- really matter. Like, uh, it's kind of, the, they're both the same, you know. But then, but then, like, yeah. So they don't, you know, the millennials and Zoomers, though, are getting increasingly brain poisoned <laughs> and obsessed with politics in it's a way that's kind of disturbing. Us. Uh, but like, yeah. like Twitch streams about politics, like that's insane, right? Like, and I think a lot of those people, and it sucks that this is how it had to happen. They saw Roe be overturned and realized that oh, actually things happen. There's like huge consequences in daily life <laughs> to not voting. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. Um, yeah, I don't and know. I think. I think a lot of people on the left tried to like sell, tried to convince people to be socialists by saying that, that nothing matters and everything's a joke. The nihilism never works, bro. <laughs> bro. Right. It sucks. <laughs> I'm a, I actually have some bro elements. Uh, John, John, you're basically a bro, right? Mm, yeah. yeah. You did I'm a CrossFit, right? <laughs> you have, you have PUA knowledge. John, did you ever ask someone, ask a couple girls to do the best friends test? <laughs> no. What was that one? You're, the... You see two attractive young ladies and you say, yeah. uh, have you guys heard of the best friends test? Have you guys heard of the best friends test? And 99% of the time they're going to look at each other confused, right? Mm. And then you say, you guys passed the test. Because uh-huh, they looked, looked at, at each, each other, other before and only best friends question. would do that, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, you know something else best only best friends would do. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Going on a timeshare. Right? Uh, yeah. You sell them a timeshare. <laughs> <laughs> you read my mind. That would actually be a pretty good opener to sell a timeshare. Hey, I'm a bro too, actually. Okay. Like, um, I yeah. diversify emotional unavailability by being as emotionally unavailable as a white man. Nice. That's what my ex-boyfriend said, <gasps> but like, we like him. So we have to let him say these things. Are, hey, hey, white men are probably not the most emotionally unavailable, uh, right? Okay. So who's the most emotionally unavailable then? I'm talking about stereotypes. Japanese men? Um, mm. I don't know if you can say that. Like, I don't think, I don't know how that works, but like, I don't know. He just was like, Journey, you're just like selectively vulnerable, but emotionally unavailable. I'm like, yeah, that's probably true. That's a you problem though. That's not my problem. Italian men are probably too available, right? Yeah. Like I don't really care about their feelings 90% of the time, except when I do. Yeah. You know. But they won't tell you anything about their business. No, they do. (laughs) No, they unfortunately do. They They just like talking at me. Like I joked about this today. Um... The reason that like Republican men really like me is because I'm I dress really girly, like very like femininely or whatever. I'm a good listener, so they just, that's comforting to them. Just, where are you going? Where you're running into all these Republicans? I live in D.C. Yeah, I live in D.C. Uh, and the consultants just like they crave approval from liberal women. So like I'm just uh, like okay. Mm-hmm. And the thing is like they just tell me information they're not supposed to tell me. They also probably just crave women in general. Don't you feel like a Republican Who in tend D.C. To be liberal. is going to be like 98% a psychopath. Oh, they all are. That's the point. Um, it's just like, the thing is they just tell you information though. It's like, you just sit there and listen and like wear a dress or whatever. And they'll just tell you everything about their like battle plan. It's so funny. Oh my God. Really? It's not smart. That seems useful. I know. It's very, um, it's very Lamalinche. Like <laughs> what do these, what do these guys say about Trump? They don't like Trump. Like the guy I was hanging out with last night, he was just like, yeah, Kevin McCarthy's an idiot. Um, and then he's like complaining about their Senate candidates. I'm like, you guys don't have to nominate psychos. Like I was just, I was just very clear about it. I was like, you know, I'm never going to date you because I don't date people that are responsible for like Roe being overturned and all these women like suffering and dying. Yeah, like what is he doing about it? He's not doing shit about it. No, he's like, I'm pro-choice. I'm like, yeah, but you're voting for these freaks and you're like getting them elected. And they're all like, and I'm like, you don't have to do it. You can just be a Democrat and be pro-choice. I always want to hear from them, what's the hook for you? Like, what is what is the thing that the Republican Party is actually giving you? Because I don't think anything is left. They're not even it's getting lower power. taxes at this point. They're just uh, having... Tax, taxes. Taxes. It's, but, <sighs> making women suffer, making, like, people of color suffer. The tax, like, the taxes are so... Sometimes you're just mad about black hobbits. Yeah, I mean, like, who cares? We're we're not talking about dumb people, right? We're talking about, like, the consultant class, people involved in the party, people with three-digit IQs, okay? (laughs) That's debatable, but yeah. What is is the hook for them from Republicans being elected now when Donald Trump runs the party? What are they getting out of it? I don't think they're getting shit out of it. They get to make people suffer. They like that. Right, hey, it's victory. Conservative it's, economic shit. It's power. Their team is in power, and that's better. Yeah, and it's, like, very ridiculous. Like, I was talking to that guy from one of those guys about McConnell. He's like, he is my leader. And I'm like, Schumer's not my leader. Schumer's just a majority leader because I'm normal. 
I don't like worship Chuck Schumer. Why do you worship Mitch McConnell? That's like weird. I do. I do kind of worship Michael Bennett, though. I mean, that's acceptable, though. <laughs> it's okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, I have a Hillary Clinton but, tote but, bag. But the we thing is, but like, you look at Trump. What did he give them? He gave them like he did. He did cut taxes, right? But. He also spent, he gave them judges. They overturned Roe v. Wade. Pretty much. But they just they claim that, that that's irrelevant to them. Uh-huh. These so our demographic we're talking about doesn't care about that. The consultant class, no. Listen to what he told her, right? So yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah, actually yeah. pro-choice. I, I, gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah, I mean he was right? he was telling me I was pro-choice, so you know. And I was like, this isn't gonna happen still. I know pro-choice Republicans. Mm-hmm. Right? Every Republican I know in real life is pro-choice. Yeah, the thing is, like, they really want to, like, the thing is, a lot of Republican men will tell you that they're pro-choice so that you can have sex with them. And it's like, okay, you're not actually pro-choice, though, because you're working for this guy yeah. that wants to, like, you're, the thing is, like, so, yeah. I've gotten that, for sure. They all so pop bottles when Roe was overturned. They had, like, chilled champagne waiting at the ready. Like, I know this. Like, they had champagne at the ready because they knew the decision was going to drop. The White House didn't there, know. There are, there are a fair number of Republicans who donate to Planned Parenthood. Really? I didn't know that. So, like, I know those kinds of people. And they had reasons, right, to be Republican. They used, they actually do, like, they worry about that damn debt, right? Well, Trump spent money like crazy and, like, is clearly not principled in that way at all. And then a lot of them have, like, some some sort of sense that he's better for Israel, Right. I mean, not really. Like, he doesn't give a shit. Um, he'll do whatever he wants and is politically expedient at the time because he's he has no principles. So I don't know what people are getting out of it. Like, what's the payoff? And I think it's just power. Like, their party's in power, and that's cool. Um, it goes back to what I was saying at the beginning of our little conversation. Like, it's about masculinity. Like, Trump is like... I forgot one of my Twitter mutuals. Like, Trump is like a racist Ohio guy that won the lottery. It's like, um, my little pet theory is that he basically did better with men because of the access Hollywood take because he, absolutely. He was like proof. It's like, you can do this and you can get away with it. Like that's the Kavanaugh thing too. Well, like he owns the lips. No, it's like, he makes them cry. Like all the women that were crying when Kavanaugh was confirmed and all the women that were crying when Trump like got elected, that was like, you know, that was exciting to them. That made them happy. Like, after the Kavanaugh thing, it's like, yeah, I'm never going to ever, ever, ever talk about, like, my experiences with that stuff. Because it's like, you guys are just going to enjoy it. You're just going to get off on the fact that women are in pain. So I'm just going to never give you that, like, you know. And that's why, like, the post-left, or whatever you want to call him, loves Trump so much. Yeah. Because he makes women cry. <laughs> he literally does. And I'm like, <laughs> it's so they, they get off on that cruelty because they're nihilists and... Misogynists, Yeah. And they and they see that like they see it as that is some sort of victory for them, and like the humiliation of libs, libs. will 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 exercise the demons of um, Bernie not winning <laughs> twice. Sucking. You know, I voted for him twice, by the because way. So like of a woman twice, two women. <laughs> oh, that's right, the snake, the woman Joe the Biden, snake. Elizabeth Warren, the woman Joe Biden, <laughs> Hillary. Hillary the first time. Well, and, there, and like Elizabeth Warren the second time. And Pete. Oh, and the, God. And the Pete stuff I is basically. I love Pete. He's so homophobia. nice. 
Like, he's the nicest guy. I've ran into Chaston a few times in, like, Capitol Hill. They're both, like, the nicest couple. Like, I love them. I think they're great. Yeah. Big, big Buttigieg fans. They're big sweethearts. Like, I love them. I like him more all the time, you know. During the campaign, I thought he was a little... Extra? Cynical. He was a little cynical. cynical? I'm just getting a drink. I'm right here. Because you thought it was an act. Well... He saw the way the race was and was like, how can I win? Yeah. And he determined that the only way to win was to be a centrist, right? Oh, yeah. So he changed his his views about a bunch. Like, he was a Medicare for all guy, right? And then Mm. in that race, he's like, oh, that's not possible. Like, it's way too much and it's not going to happen. And we should stop talking about it. Which... If he had always felt that way, I would have respected. Like, I'm all for pragmatic improvement in healthcare. But he he was a Medicare for all guy at some point. So it seemed really cynical. That was Kamala uh, Harris, though. What about her? Sorry, I'm, I'm getting a drink. But um, Kamala Harris, like, endorsed Medicare for all and, like, all that stuff. Like, the issue is, like... The thing is, the issue that Kamala Harris has is that people don't know where she is. Like, sometimes I think she's too far left for, like, all the centrists and stuff, but she's too far right for the liberals because they hate cops. And they somehow think that a DA is a cop, which makes no sense to me, but, you know, if you know, you know. They, they need to... It's because she wasn't Bernie. That, that, that's that too. Amazing. That too. It's unfortunate for everybody that's not Bernie, I guess. I like how they I like how um they love the candidates who like totally suck shit and have no chance of winning. Like they love Yang and they love uh Williamson. They're right? like, oh god, because they had no chance of winning, right? And but but promoting them might siphon off the various lunatics who support them, <laughs> right? So like, you know, Mary and Williamson every, like everyone would pretend to love her, right? This fucking Psycho? scam artist. <laughs> I mean, she was pretty. Wasn't she like pro what? crystal or something? Talking about crystals and whatnot. Yeah, but I mean, she's like she's like a a con artist, basically, right? Well, we needed a little comic relief. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I thought it was pretty disgraceful to have her on a debate stage. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. And Yang. I mean, I don't want to get into the whole Yang thing again. But, like, how people pretended that, like, he was hugely talented, right? Republicans loved Yang. They were like, you got, hey, he's the next nominee, you know? And it was just so Found obvious. Found your guy right there. Oh, okay. I, wow, you guys really love this guy who is a fucking idiot. Like, and a creep and weird. You really want him to be nominated. I guess he's great. I mean, they wanted Bernie to be nominated for like totally different reasons. Like they were telling Republicans to go vote for him in South Carolina. Well, Republicans think he's unelectable. He is unelectable nationwide. That's the point. (laughs) That's what Republicans think. Right. And, uh, people never really put that together. I mean, like we shouldn't do what Republicans want us to do. That's kind of the point. Like, I'm actually a Bernie Clinton, Bernie Biden voter. So fun fact, I'm the single, like, Bernie times two voter who's a Hillary Clinton stan. Well, there's a lot of you out there. Are they on Twitter, right? though? More... They're not on Twitter. Thank you. Right? Like, um, I'm, like, the only one on Twitter. Like, I have a Hillary Clinton tote bag and, like, a butter emails hat. There's, there's a lot of people in the alt center 
This is the official podcast of the Alt Center, by the way. Yeah, I think I read that somewhere. I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna like gloss over this. But we're the mm-hmm. official podcast of the Alt Center, and there's a lot of people in the Alt Center who went Bernie Clinton, Bernie Biden. Myself. Um, what? Yeah, I did that. You did it, right? Um, yeah. Although, if Super Tuesday had happened, like I voted on Super Tuesday, but. If it had been after Super Tuesday when I voted, I would have gone Biden. I never Biden. decided. I could never decide in 2020. I voted. At, I wanted like really, Super Tuesday. Really, I just Tuesday, wanted to wrap so like, it up because I was I was scared it was going to drag on like the other one. Uh huh. No, I mean like I voted after Super Tuesday. I just voted for Biden. Like I voted for Bernie. I was like whatever. And like Biden won Washington State anyway. So like I was like. In retrospect, I think Biden was the best choice. He was absolutely. Also, like. A lot of people who worked for Bernie's campaign and would have been in the White House are some crazy. In like very high, and like some of them are like literal fascists now. Like, <laughs> like he was like his hiring practices would have been like a huge fucking problem in the White House. Yeah, right? that's true. I mean, like you guys didn't want like what's his face? What's the really hot guy from Teen Wolf that was like a Bernie person? Like I mean, he would have been a great press secretary. David Sirota. It, no. Really hot guy from Teen Wolf who's a Bernie. <laughs> Hang supporter. on, I'm going to Google it. Not Jason Bateman. That's a shot in the dark. Daniel Daniel Sharman. Okay, yeah, Daniel Sharman. He was really hot. He was like canvassing for Bernie. Um, and I was like, you know what? If he was press secretary, I might watch those. <laughs> I bet you, I bet you, grandson. Grandson, the recording artist, grandson. He seemed like a Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> He seemed like Bernie Clinton, Bernie Biden. Oh, yeah. We're, people were, like, super into him. Well, no. They Bernie, like, <laughs> what happened pumped is... for grandson? <laughs> Bernie, Bernie had, like, some fucking tweet. I am not like, going to make the comment I'm going to make because I will definitely not make the comment I'm going to make because the person... It's complicated. But, yeah. <laughs> but Bernie, like, he... Um, he had like a tweet and he was listing all the people that were going to be on the, sh- like his live stream. And this was when he had like clearly lost too, but was staying in the campaign. And he listed all the people who were going to be on that night's stream. And it, he listed it in a way where like, it was ambiguous whether his grandson was just going to be on. <laughs> <laughs> Cause like, and grandson, you know? <laughs> yeah. But then grandson started supporting Biden. Yeah, like when Biden Biden won, grandson like had a bunch of tweets like, "We gotta unite!" Like Trump is Trump sucks. Like we gotta get rid of this guy. <laughs> and I really, I I really appreciate like Bernie supporters who are like, uh, like rabidly anti-Trump. Like they they want him in prison really bad. But like, there's so many people overrepresented on Twitter and in podcasts and whatnot who wanted Trump to win. And that would have proven some point. Uh, Liberal bad. The liberals would have had to bend the knee um, and people would pay more attention to them, right? This goes Um, back, they just wanted to make us cry. Like, I cried in 2016. Like, I spent, like, months canvassing in Pennsylvania in 2016. Like, I got, like, the random white guys drawing guns on me. I was, like, very gung-ho about it. And I was, like, crying my eyes out in 2016 after the election. Like, I think a lot of them, like, didn't realize anything bad would happen. 
What did they like, expect? They think they think Republicans don't really want to overturn Roe. They won't actually do that. And then, you know, they think, you know, they think there's no differences in foreign policy, which is really crazy. Um, uh, they're trying to slash they have social security. Like, a lot of them think that, like, Trump was tough on Russia. Right? <laughs> That's a really common belief. And it's because they consume media in such a way where, like, they see Glenn Greenwald tweeting that shit, right? They see Russian intelligence assets retweeting every story about um, Trump doing something mildly tough on Russia, which was almost always just doing what Congress had told him to, right? And then he fucking refused to do it and extorted Ukraine, and that's not enough for them, right? I mean... That's not enough for them to be like, oh... Weren't these the people that were saying that Ukraine was Nazis or something, which is, like, disgusting in a million ways? Of course, everyone's... All your enemies are bad. Um, I mean, that's like, what the, Kremlin the, says. The, the podcast bros, the middle-aged podcast bros were all like, actually, guys, Stalin was not that bad. And I was just like, guys, um, he, did, he did gulags. Stalin had some, you know, Stalin made some bad decisions. And know? he did some horrible things. He killed a lot of people. He was not a good guy. And him, he was horrible. And him allying with his... <laughs> I mean, yeah, he killing all of his staffers was also bad, but yeah. He would make all his staffers be alcoholics, you know, because he thought that if they were drunk all the time, wow. they would slip up and tell him any conspiracies that they were doing against him, right? Um, Yeah, that's then, really like, funny. Then you end up with alcoholic senior advisors, uh, several of whom died of liver disease. Like while <laughs> while working for him, and you know, look, they were Russian. It was a time for drinking, that's for sure. I mean, but also, um, I don't know. I just kind of like think about this in the context of like, I don't know. It's kind of goes back to what we were talking about. Like, there's like levels of damage that are permitted in men. Like, um, it's like, a, do you want to fix this guy, or do you just want this guy to like never be around people ever again? Lake Masters is the latter. Hunter Biden is the former. Yeah, women, you know, hot chicks especially, they want some damage. Dude, okay, like, here's the thing, though. Like, the thing about, okay, um, I don't know how to say so that sound like a freak, but I'll say it anyway because I don't care. Um, The thing about Hunter Biden, for instance, that makes him appealing is that, like, He's damaged and people want to fix him, which I relate to as somebody that people have tried to fix many times and failed. So, but I don't think that's a common impression though about him. Well, Hunter is, there's two things about him. He's got a big penis. The second thing is. He tips really well. Okay. So that's important. There's a certain kind of guy who is really horny right like yeah like I'm aware super of su- super super horny so horny that not really hung up on looks you know and women respond to that because they're like oh he's so filled with masculinity and desire right that part i don't get like i don't get that i'm sorry but also like you know but i, I don't, think people yeah. he's so debauched right um, I mean, but first like, of all, mm. 
it's hard it's hard to it's hard to have that much sex when you're doing that much cocaine from what i've been told um like i don't okay i don't know what to say because i'm not gonna admit to that but like (laughs) 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 i went to cornell you you learn things how about that oh well it's cornell i mean it's different there's nothing good about cornell let's just say that much my kids aren't going there but um Anyway, um, the thing is, like, the thing about the Hunter Biden thing is, like, okay, so I watched the Breitbart Hunter Biden movie, which was not the smartest decision ever, but I was just... Oh, tell us about it. Um, I did a live, I did a tweet thread about it. You want me to link you to it later? Sure. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, like, the thing is, I watched it, I was like, my first reaction was, like, this Hunter Biden is not hot enough for me to want to fix. It's the failure of the movie. Oh, he doesn't, he doesn't look like Hunter Biden at all. The thing about Hunter Biden is that, like, he looks really good for somebody that's done done that many drugs he so looks like, a lot like one of the brothers from uh succession right kind of has that look right i mean i can't do succession i lasted 15 minutes into the first episode because i said I, I told a guy i'd watch it and it did not work oh and he was like yeah I ex- succession john yeah oh yeah of course <laughs> it's very good and the the guy who's biden doesn't look like biden at all it was horrible. I feel like I was like justice for real Joe Biden, not this guy. What is what does the movie try to make the audience feel and think? Um. So basically, the movie is like this whole like it takes the Bidens are like a crime family, and like it's uh-huh. fr- the main like heroine TM is like a hook is like an undercover agent that pretends to be a hooker. Um. Uh-huh. That's like Hunter Biden's like you know. And she's very short, which I noticed this because, like, um, I don't know how tall the actor is, but she's probably like this is Gina Carano. No, no, no. He, she's like some random security guard. It's like this really pretty blonde lady whose name is like I forgot her name exactly because it doesn't matter. I I just kept on noticing how short she is because, like, I'm not a tall person, and I'm like, wow, that's kind of how I probably look next to guys. Great. Um, so just, she's like. It's just very weird. It's like really kind of weirdly racist too, because there's a black guy in there who like. Well, it's gotta be racist. Yeah, and I mean, it's, it's also a Breitbart film. <laughs> and like he's talked about the alt right, and he's like the alt right. Like, do I look like somebody that'd be on the alt right? I was like, oh my god. Um, <laughs> um, and also like, let's just say they also talk about like how China forces abortions on women, and I'm like, oh, is this also anti-choice propaganda? Great. That's like exactly what we needed. Oh, yeah. Because he's got to, you know, he's got to take responsibility boxes. for things China does. Yeah, so, like, basically they say business that... Man, a businessman doing business in China? Yeah, and they also talk about how, like, Hunter Biden is, like, is, like, benefiting from his Chinese deals and Joe Biden benefits from them, too. Here, I'll send this to you. I'll send you the tweet thread right now so you can, like, comment on it. Does he talk about the big guy? Does he reference the big it, guy? He does. I'm sure it does. Wow. You got to clear this with the big guy. (laughs) That's Joe Biden. It's the Hunter Biden stuff is so funny to me because I just threw it in the chat. You can enjoy my lovely thread. Everyone in the Republican party has looked at that laptop, right? Dude. Okay. It's, it's it's the most stepped on. I'll put laptop in like quotes, right? That Mm. data is, has been spread everywhere. And all they got is like, he says the big guy wants, right? Like, there's clearly nothing in the laptop. But you're trying to make a movie out of it. I mean, like, here's the thing that they all forget. Like, try to figure out the best way to say this without getting, like, very creepy messages on Twitter later. 
I think that, like, people really underestimate, like, I don't know. I think a lot of people are just really jealous that Hunter Biden is, like, hot and has sex and, like, videotapes himself doing it. Like, you know, it's just kind of a thing. It's like, are we just going to find out more information about how much he has sex and, like, how women like having sex with him? Like, that doesn't really, like, cancel him in, like, the eyes of, like, 90% of people. And, like, even, like, in that debate where Trump tried to go after Hunter and, like, Biden defended him, that probably, like, I don't think, like, mo- everybody knows, like, somebody who's an addict. Everybody knows, like, that guy that's, like, kind of fucked up. But, like, you know, it's, like, it's not going to make people think negatively of him, you know? Yeah. He's also not running for any that's office. That's the big problem. Exactly. Right? right? We've been through this dance before, like, Roger Clinton. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Carter's brother. Um, oh, like none of that stuff. Barack Obama was was George Obama. Oh yeah, he had he had like didn't he have? Um, he was up to some shit. He had like a half brother who like committed a serious crime, right? I don't. I think like his brother just was like talking shit about him or something. But he had like a lot of siblings. Okay. Right, or or are these cousins? I don't know, but like half siblings. But like, he, if you have a big enough family, you're going to have problems, right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> right. But like, um, people, once once you say like, there's some like Biden brother that they tried to bring up, and I was just like Frank Biden. That's like made up. Like you're making that up. <laughs> Frank Biden, he's the fixer. <laughs> Biden's fixer. Like it, Uncle Frank. Like we've all known about Joe Biden for so long, you know, that the idea of introducing these new characters, it just seems <laughs> like, like it does. Like just focus yeah. on what Joe Biden did. Um but uh and that's all they don't have anything that Joe Biden did other than saying nice things to his son when he was in rehab. How dare he? Like it's so fucked up, dude. Like But there's uh, a lot of that that like you who would raise an addict? I mean, plenty of people. <laughs> the idea of like being Hunter Biden and not having some kind of problem is insane. Like the psychological durability you'd have to have. I mean, like, but here's the thing though. It's like Danny get from Veep, okay? He was in the car. Yeah. When his mom and his sister died. Mm. He was in the car with Bo. One of them was injured more than the other. I can't remember. But then Bo dies, right? <laughs> so you're the only person left who was in that car. It's really sad, though. You need though. therapy, that's for sure. I mean, okay. Like, going to therapy doesn't fix men, though. They have to choose to fix themselves. <laughs> well, that's true for all therapy. That's what you learn in therapy, right? though. You have to go to therapy to learn that. Right. Therapists love to say that. <laughs> You know, yeah, it lets them off the hook. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Sorry, I have strong went to therapy for ten years vibes. I'm coming up on us. I'm coming up on nine. I did. I did. I did a little. I did a little therapy online. Like it's. I got an app on my phone. I I don't know. It's like one of those things. I'm like, yeah, I don't really need it anymore. But like, which is surprising given the litany list. But you know. I feel like, you know, I just like the idea of doing it too. Like, like a Woody Allen film. I think it's cool to just have a therapist. My girlfriend's therapists deep. always fire her. And they say like, you don't need any more therapy. Um, oh, wow. That's why? That's next level, man. What? Why? 
That's a good question. Okay, that's a really good question. I've thought about it a lot. Because what happens, <laughs> what happens is like all of a sudden she needs therapy again. She has yeah. to go back. But why don't we just have like a process <laughs> where she goes to therapy regularly and then she never hits that point where she has to go back? You see what I'm saying? I have like a therapist who I can check in with randomly if I need anything. Like I'll, sometimes like I'll go like every month or like every like couple months when I like have a problem. That works really well for me actually because like – I just text him when I'm like, hi, I'm having a problem. Can we talk? It's fine. Here's what, here's what I think it is. Therapists love money, right? They want more money to come in. So it's not that. Yeah. It's because like, I, I don't think, have, the, I yeah. think, I think they have clients where this is the best for the client. Hmm. Where if the client came every two weeks, they would actually not make any progress and would actually go backwards. I mean, like my therapist likes me. He reads my sub stack. He subscribed to it. He like likes What's your substack? We should plug your substack. It's on my it's on my bio on Twitter. He's really great. Like he reads it. He thinks I'm funny. He thinks I'm smart. You so, like, got your cool. name as your at. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm I'm the only one on the internet named Rudy because like I'm special like that. <laughs> it's a brand, okay. Other, like you're like Jack or uh, Andre Iguodala paid somebody and got Andre. I mean, like, I didn't have to pay because I'm the only one on the internet. Like, when I was born, my dad was just like, okay, I'm just going to give my daughter a name Is and just, like, curse rare? her for life. It's super rare in India. Like, there's no, there's one other woman in my name with my name in the entire world. Um, she lives in Durban, South Africa, and I pretend she doesn't exist because she, like, ruins my vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, like, stalk her Instagram and be like, oh No, 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 no. I'm the only one that has the Instagram. So I, my Instagram is at Durney too, but uh, guys like don't follow me unless like we talk. Cause like a lot of people request to follow me and I'm like, okay guys, like, I don't know who you are. Like well, you're I don't, a woman on the internet. I mean, like I get some very interesting messages. For instance, last night I joked about like some random like, guy, like saying he was in love with me and somebody's like, yeah, this, this seems like a common occurrence for you. And I was not really, but okay. It happens like once every couple months. Like it's not a big deal. Like it happens to everybody. What are you supposed to say to that? You're like, I'm just going to like, that's okay. Guess it's one of those good problems. Is it though? Like, it just kind of makes it awkward for me. Mm, yeah. Okay. I get that. We probably need to wrap it up. Oh yeah. Sorry. This was like a very haphazard conversation. So you, you've got your, you've got your sub stack. How much are you making on that, by the way? Oh, it's free. I have a real job. Um, <laughs> I'm an analyst at a consulting right, you firm. You can monetize at some point. I mean, I don't uh, need John, to though. John, do you though. have anything to plug? Mm, nope, I'm good. And I guess I'll say, uh, huh. Well, Selena plus Chef just finished season four. Hope everybody loved it. Is she getting pretty good? Oh, you want you want an update? Sure. She's come a long way as a chef. Yes, I I think maybe she cut herself once this season, but it was like understandable. Yeah. She didn't burn anything. Nice. But yeah, and she's also uh, seems happier. Go for her. She seemed a little tired in season one, right? It was a tough time. Yeah, right? COVID. Yeah. 